Welcome to the On the Road to Freedom podcast. We're so glad you joined us today. We can't wait to get into the Word with you and share some truth that's going to change your life. Make sure and hit the subscribe button and help us spread the Word by rating and reviewing the show. You can also connect with us at mylan.org for more helpful resources. Now, let's get into today's show. Welcome to On the Road to Freedom. We are so glad that you joined us here today in Utah. Utah, Sundance. In Sundance, Utah. Man, we got to check out this Stuart Falls right behind us. 4,000 foot drop from the top. And what is it up there that's melting, guys? It's a glacier. A glacier is, oh my goodness, Mm -hmm. dude. Man, constant, that water pouring. This is August, and that is snow melting that you see up there. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for joining us in our daily Bible study. This is what we do when nobody's looking. What we're going to do in the next 30 minutes, this is what we do at our house every day Mm -hmm. because we want to change for Jesus. We're in love. God's been so good to us. We're in love with Him. And we just want to bless him. We want to change our mind, our lives, and everything that he's changed so far has been wonderful. That's why we want to continue to change for him. Now, he said it this way. He said, if you continue my word, you'll be my disciples. That means a follower of Jesus. And you will know the truth as you continue in the word of God. And the truth that you will learn how to live out, it will make you free and free indeed, and that's the will of God. And so it's our will because we want to do His will. My wife's going to help teach us some stuff today that will make us more like Jesus, more lovable, easier to love, and more useful to love who is God. And you know, I know you know that when you see the news, you have seen there's so many movements out there now. The feminist movement, it's the uh, racial equality movement, every kind of union, labor unions. Anytime you see those different movements, you'll see that they're marked. Usually, what we've been seeing lately in the news is a lot of rage. And according to God, love doesn't insist on its own rights. No. Love, the love of God doesn't fight. It doesn't for its divide. Rights. It doesn't divide. It unifies. Right, but love conquers yeah, all. Yeah, come on. So it's not from a position of rage that will achieve anything. No. But these precious people who are created in the image of God, they have been deceived by the lie of the enemy that if they don't fight, they're not going to gain equality yeah. or they're not going to get what they want or what they think they need. And it goes back to the lie. The original lie of Satan to Eve was, did God really say? Did God really say? And she believed the lie of the enemy because she thought that will bring me freedom. And every one of these movements, they are fighting. They're deceived. They believe a lie yeah. that if they fight for their rights, they'll really gain freedom. But that's deception. So I want to go here. The, the gracious woman, this teaching is based on Proverbs eleven sixteen, which says a gracious woman, not a loud woman, not an arrogant, not a defiant, not an obstinate, in your face, sarcastic, tell it like it is woman. That's what culture is telling us. That's who a strong, brave, courageous woman is. That is not what God said. No, it's not. Please get this. He said a gracious woman, a kind woman, a friendly, courteous, gentle woman. 
that's the woman that earns respect. Amen. That's the woman that will be greatly praised and admired. Graciousness is what will give you greater influence in the earth. That's what will give you a voice for you to open your mouth and boldly proclaim the good news of the gospel. It's graciousness. And the perfect example of this is the Proverbs 31 woman. Yes. I mean, she is the gracious woman. Amen. And you know, the first point that I want to make is that especially in the marriage relationship, ladies, um, this can apply women to any relationship in your life. But right now I'm talking about the husband and wife. And it says that the Proverbs 31 woman, she opens her mouth yes. in skillful and godly wisdom. She's a wise woman. And on her tongue is the law of kindness, giving counsel and instruction. Now mm. this law, when it's a law of kindness, it's defined as set or fixed, and it regulates your actions. Yes, it does. So this means that every word she spoke was regulated by kindness. Every action she took concerning her husband, concerning others, That's right. was regulated by kindness. She didn't say it, and she didn't do it. If it wasn't kind, if it wasn't gentle, if it wasn't courteous, and if it wasn't friendly. Oh my goodness, we can all come up higher. I well, mean, when she came into the room, the atmosphere changed yeah, yeah. because she spoke into it the yes. life of God. That's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It is the fruit of Kindness the Holy Spirit. Kindness is one of the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. That's it. Gentleness, faithfulness, self-control, love, joy, peace, patience, goodness, kindness. I mean, these are, we're talking about the personality of God. And yes, you can speak kindness into a room, into relationships, and you can, that's what a gracious woman or a gracious man can mm -hmm. do, and it changes the atmosphere. Yeah, so when you hear these truths, to be quick to receive the Word of God yeah. as the truth. Yes. Let it renew your mind. Amen. Don't be deceived by the lie of the enemy. Did God really say that love would conquer all? You mean when yeah. that person tells me off, did God really say that love will conquer in that situation? Yes, yes he, did. he did. Yes, and he yes, did. it will. And yes, it will. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> now let me say concerning the Proverbs 31 woman, and I, can tell, I could write a book about this because I'm married to her. <laughs> Praise God, man, I prayed for this woman. When I was a single man, I, I, many of you know that I went through a divorce in 1997. I had been married for 29 years. I had married my first wife. I met her in a bar, and I shouldn't have been in that bar. And I was, uh, I'm not blaming it on her. You know, I was the head of the home. I didn't know it. I didn't read the Bible, so I didn't know it. But I led the home in the wrong direction, and that's my fault. I sinned. I came short of the glory of God. Yeah. But when she left with somebody else and she did not want to be married to a minister anymore, mm -hmm. it set me free to be seeking God for a helpmate. Yes. He said, it's not good for man to be alone. He needs help. And so I agreed with him and I started reading the Bible. What do I have a right to believe God for? Mm. And I read this Proverbs 31 woman. She does her husband only good. Yeah. Her <laughs> honor and respect for her husband gives her a voice in all he decides. That's right. She is a capable, this is the amplified version of Proverbs 31, 10 through 12, a capable, intelligent, and virtuous woman. Who is he who can find her? Well, I didn't, 
I didn't think I could, so I asked God to find her. Well, you you know, know, I knew he knew. To answer the call of God to be a gracious woman, to be the Proverbs 31 woman, I know it's a high call. Yes. This is a high standard. But by the grace of God, when he gives us instruction, mm. The Word of God has inherent power yeah. in it. That yes, it means does. when you choose to believe it and you take it by faith, then the power of God is present within it for you to do it, yes. for you to walk it out. So you yes. can be a capable, intelligent, and virtuous woman. It may be rare, but we can do this, ladies. That's right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. She is far more precious than jewels, and her value is far above rubies or pearls. Mm -hmm. The heart of her husband trusts in her confidently and relies, and relies on, on and her. believes in her securely yeah. so that he has no lack of honest gain or need of dishonest spoil. Mm. She comforts, encourages, and does him only, only good, good. Yeah. as long as there is life within her. Oh. Man, Woo. Woo. what's more valuable That's other good. than the Lord himself? than that kind of gracious woman for a wife. Wow, and that's all she does, ladies. She only comforts. Again, her words are regulated by the law of kindness. That's right. So she only comforts, she only encourages, and she only does him good Ooh, all on. the days of her life. So I commit to that again today. Well, that I, I comfort to you, it too, my daughter. that I encourage you only, and that I do you only good, honey. That's what you do, my Amen. love. Amen. By the grace of God. And, and it's important that you understand what I just spoke were gracious words. Remember, yeah. her words were regulated by the law of kindness. Amen. And those are gracious words. It says in Colossians 4, 6, let your speech at all times be gracious. You mean when that person cuts you off in traffic, you can't holler and cuss them out and scream? No, let your speech at all times <laughs> be gracious and pleasant and winsome, yeah. seasoned as it were with salt, so that you may mm. never be at a loss to know how you ought to answer anyone yeah. who puts a question to you. So I have to tell you, my whole life, this was something my mom, when I was young, had gotten a hold of. That's right. And any time I would get uh, rowdy and I'd start sassy. saying things sassy, yeah. yes, she would look at me and she, I can't tell you how many times, <laughs> hundreds of times I heard this growing up, Christy, season your words with grace. I've, I've heard See, him tell you that. Yeah, since and we married, he, she's told me. In the last week. <laughs> no, yes. no, probably in the last year, I guess. <laughs> probably, probably. But anytime I would start to use my tongue for negative or discouragement, she would say, Christy, and she would correct me, season yeah. your words with grace. And I immediately would adjust my attitude and start talking right. Now, That's why right. is that important? Because death and life is in the power of our tongue. Mm. And they who indulge in it shall eat the fruit of it Come on. for good or bad. Yeah. So she was encouraging me, if you speak gracious words, you'll reap the reward of that, Christy. Even but if you speak the other kind, you'll reap that too. Exactly. And you don't want to reap that. That's right. Amen. So we're to season our words with grace. What does salt do as it were with salt? Salt makes food taste better. So mm. when you're, I want you to think about it this way, mm. your input in a conversation, when you're talking with your mate, when you're talking with friends, when you're talking with family, does your input make the conversation better? Do you mm. bring, do your words bring encouragement or do they bring discouragement? Do they uplift people or do they put them down? That's right. We need to season our words with grace 
And God said in Philippians 2, 14 through 16, do everything without grumbling, without complaining, without arguing, so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Wow. So if we'll continue to be consistent in speaking those gracious words, it says here, you will shine among them like stars in the sky exactly. as you hold firmly to the word of life. Oh, that's Man. good, baby. So that's we'll be good. bright lights in the world. Now, the opposite of that is if we refuse to receive this as instruction from the Lord and we decide, no, I'm going to tell it like it is. Yeah. No, I'm going to speak my truth. Now, again, I want you to know there's only one truth and it is the word of God and it is not relative. There no. is no such thing as speak your truth. We're always to speak only the word of God and we're to speak the things that are not as though they were. Yeah. So we're always to build up the body of Christ. If there's a problem, we speak the solution to it, not the problem. That's right. Well, you're watching our show today on The Gracious Woman, and I understand that this show may not be considered politically correct. You know, the truth often isn't. And Jesus confirmed this in Matthew 7, 13 and 14. He said, enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And there are many who are going by it. Jesus went on to say that it's only the narrow path that leads to life. And you can help us take this truth to those whose lives and marriages and futures are being destroyed by walking on the broad path simply because they're deceived by the culture of our day. You know, Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind in Christ Jesus. Then you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You know, when you join Team Milan, you are helping us take this message around the world of a new life. They can live a new life in Christ and enjoy the good, the pleasing, and the perfect will of God. So if you'd like to join Team Milan, you just go to milan.org and click on Team Milan. Or if you'd like to pick up a copy of The Gracious Woman, you can get yours today also at milan.org. I want to encourage you to King Jesus. He is our ultimate example. Yeah, he is. Oh, he's our master. He's our savior, King of kings and Lord of lords. He is such a good God. He's the one that loved us so yeah. much. He gave himself. He gave himself. So that you could have everything that he deserves. Mm -hmm. He took on everything that you deserve. Yes. All my sins. Jesus took that so that I could have what he deserves. That's right. Oh, my Lord. That's Christianity. Yeah. And Romans 8, 29 says, Our destiny is to be changed into the image of the Son of God. Amen. We, we are called to be like Jesus. And praise God again, we have the anointing within us that abides within us so that we can do this. And here's what Jesus did. He spoke gracious words. Yes, all day, every day. Yeah, He did. Luke 4, 22, it says, Everyone spoke well of Him and were amazed by the gracious words that came, that from, came his from his lips. lips. I mean, that, here's what amazed them. He spoke graciously. He yeah. seasoned his words with grace and they were amazed by it. They said, how can this be? Isn't how this can Joseph's this be? son? <laughs> right. 
I mean, think about it. This is, this is so important to the Lord. This is so valuable and we have minimized it. Hmm. We have minimized the importance of just being kind and speaking kindly to well, people. Well, Christianity is about being like Jesus. Yes. If he yeah. speaks graciously, then I got to learn to do yeah, that. Yeah, amen. And it's not normal. It's not what you normally grow no. up knowing how to do. No. I have to change. We have I to change. I need to change. Amen. And again, in Psalm 45, 2, it says, you are fairer than the children of men. This is talking about Jesus. Graciousness is poured upon your lips. Hallelujah. Again, emphasizing the importance of us speaking gracious words. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. When we speak graciously to others, there is blessing in store for us. God will bless mm. you for it. Amen. Matthew 11, verse 29, Jesus said, Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me or learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. Your emotions get to rest in the Lord. You're not angry and freaked out all the time and uptight and intense. And you know, let me read this in the Amplified. It says, for my yoke is wholesome, it's useful, it's good. Oh, that's good. It's not harsh, hard, sharp, or pressing. Mm. but comfortable, gracious, and pleasant. There's graciousness there again. It is. And my burden is light and easy to be borne. So anytime our words, please get this, are hard, harsh, sharp, or pressing, then we are not speaking graciously. That's right, baby. And our actions, if, they're, if we're putting pressure on people and we're curt and we're sarcastic, and we're telling it like it is, that is not seasoning our words with grace. Amen. And God cannot bless it, but He'll bless graciousness. Yeah. If we'll take the yoke that Jesus provided for us, it's light and it's easy. And we can be gentle in every situation. We can be gentle. But Amen. the opposite of that, of course, is God opposes the proud or the rebellious, oh, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. And He gives grace to the humble. That's James 4 and verse 6. Of course, a gracious woman. You want to explain that, my love, since you are a gracious woman? Well, I think this is key. You know, a gracious woman who earns respect has a revelation of the grace of God. Yeah. You know, and until you receive the grace of God for yourself, you're not going to be able to give it to others. Or to humble yourself and, truly before the Lord. Right. And to receive God's grace, we've got to humble ourselves. Yeah. And when you humble yourself, that means you just let the Lord know, I repent. If there That's are any right. times in my life where I've been aggressive, yeah. I've been obstinate, I've been defiant, I've been fighting for my rights, trying mm. to do it in my own strength, Lord, I repent and I humble myself. <laughs> you know, that, that gets me a little emotional only because I've said those words to the Lord. I have done that and I've had to repent and say, Lord, forgive me. I humble myself and when you do that, He's so quick to forgive and He cleanses us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. And then it says, He gives grace to you. There's the grace that you need Amen. to be graciousness. When we humble ourselves and when we stay teachable and we make the commitment to continue to come up higher. You know, there's never a time when I look at the Word where I think I've got this. I've arrived. 
You know, we always can come up higher for the rest of our lives. We're going to be getting our mind renewed to the word of God. So ladies, don't feel any condemnation right now for whatever the Lord is. If the Holy Spirit has convicted you of an area that you can just come up higher or corrected you, said you need to just make a little attitude adjustment here. Don't feel any condemnation because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Mm. Jesus. And if you'll just humble yourself right now, be quick to repent, receive the grace of God. You're going to see a difference. You're going to see yourself come up higher and have the grace you need to respond patiently to your husband. You know, when I would study the Proverbs 31 woman, I think, wow, she is Wonder Woman. I don't know if I could ever do this, (laughs) (laughs) but Lord, by the grace of God, it's the standard. And you wouldn't tell me to do it if the grace wasn't available to walk in it. And I remember that when we first got married, learning how to cook was a really big deal for me. For some reason, cooking represented bondage. I don't know why, but I thought I am not going to be your slave in the kitchen. Uh, And if you think if you married me just so I'd cook for you, well, you got another thing coming. (laughs) <laughs> so I didn't mind any of the other domestic duties being an and interior designer. And you didn't designer. have any problem telling me that either. <laughs> I didn't. No, I didn't. And But when it came to other uh, domestic duties, I love for our home to look beautiful, keeping order in the clean. home, laundry, cleaning. Oh, my goodness. None of that. All of that was wonderful and fine. I saw the reward of that. But with cooking, for some reason, I thought it's never ending. You know, once the I, reward we eat, was dirty dishes. We have to, dirty dishes are the reward, <laughs> and we have to eat every day, right? Uh, this is never ending. So when it came to cooking, I remember going to the Lord and 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 seeking Him about this because again, I am opposed to women being restricted to what society or culture defines, tradition defines that a woman should be. Everything women that we should be should be defined in the Word. That's right. So I went to the Word and the Lord gave me this scripture, Proverbs 31, 14 through 15, and it says, she is like merchant ships. She yeah. brings her food from afar. She rises while it is still night and gives food to her household Come on. <laughs> and portions to her maidens. So God let me know this part of the Proverbs 31 woman, it was available to me by grace, but I was resisting it because I thought it represented bondage. So when I saw this in the word, I just thought, well, Lord, you know what? I'll do this for you. I'll learn how to cook. Not for Malin, but for the Lord. I'll do it for you, Lord. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And so thank God for shows on the Food Network that help me learn how to cook. And, but here's the reward. When Mm. I stepped out in faith to receive that grace, cooking became fun. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing now. I can't tell you how wonderful it is after we've been traveling and having to eat out all the time to come home and to be able to cook our favorites and eat in our pajamas. Because the Lord revealed to me for us to finish our course with joy, we needed to be healthy. And food is a part of that. Eating good food, healthy food, nutritious food was a part of us finishing our course with joy. So there's great reward there. You may not even be dealing with this area, ladies. For you, it may be business. Maybe God is talking to you about starting a business. Did you know the Proverbs 31 woman was a smart businesswoman? Yes, she She was was a career woman. And I can testify on that part of the grace of God. God had graced me in my career, and I'm very thankful for that. So that may be a step of faith for you that you haven't yet received by grace. So whatever area it is that the Holy Spirit has been dealing with you, I encourage you right now, just go before the Lord and just receive it. Let Him instruct you concerning 
your role concerning your call that will be a benefit to your marriage and to your family and to your future. And you know, I believe right now, I just speak over you, you are a gracious woman. And I believe that you're earning the respect and admiration of others that gives you a voice in the earth. It gives you a platform to testify of His goodness so that you can lead them to Jesus. So I encourage you to stay in the Word. Keep continuing in the Word. Keep getting your mind renewed to the Word of God because when you do, it will keep you on on the the road road to freedom. freedom.